Hi, everybody. It's Neil and Cheryl Josephson from Family Life Canada. We want to thank you for tuning in and even more for investing in your parenting journey. We built this workshop for you to provide real hope, practical help, and proven wisdom for you and your family. Now, just listen, learn, and then live it. Hello, my name is Kristen Jensen, and I am the author of the Good Pictures, Bad Pictures books, the executive producer of Brain Defense Digital Safety Curriculum, and the founder of DefendYoungMinds.com, a website where we help parents raise empowered, resilient, screen-smart kids. You know, I've been working to help parents defend their children from the hurt and pain of a pornographic world for over 12 years. And today, I'm even more committed to this cause than ever. And I'll tell you one reason, and that's because I have grandkids now. I am so thankful to Family Life Canada for inviting me to contribute to this important parenting conference. You know, I always recommend that parents begin these protective conversations about rejecting pornography earlier rather than later. But what do you tell a young child versus one in grade school? or one in middle school. That's what we're going to tackle today. As children mature and develop, they require increased knowledge uh, about the harms of pornography and stronger arguments for rejecting it when they are exposed. This presentation outlines critical mindsets, info sets, skill sets, and tool sets to foster a resilience to pornography and sexual exploitation at each age of a child's life. My recommendations are based on foundations of childhood development, prevention science, a qualitative study that I commissioned on why kids hire porn. You know, what jobs are they trying to achieve by watching pornography? And also a parent survey, um, parent survey data that we have gathered from our Defend Young Minds audience. Now this presentation will go at a pretty quick pace. So remember to download your free handout. It'll have all of this information on it. Before we begin, I want to invite you to check out the Defend Young Minds website where we have a treasure trove of valuable resources, including free eBooks and articles that will help you stay on top of digital dangers and raise empowered, resilient, screen-smart kids. To defend kids from the hurt and pain of growing up in a pornographic world, here are three steps to do over and over again. Get the facts. Arm the kids. Continue the conversation. At Defending Minds, we help you every step of the way. So just so that we all understand how harmful pornography is, Let's review a few statistics and studies. MRI studies from Cambridge University show that porn addiction causes brain shrinkage in the prefrontal cortex. This is the part of the brain that helps children and adults make good decisions. Um, and we know that kids are being affected by pornography. Uh, in one study uh, from the UK, uh, we understand that 65% of child sexual abuse is perpetrated by other minors. A study recently done in a U.S. hospital reports that the largest group of perpetrators on minors 
are males ages 11 to 15. And the sexual acts that they're doing are not simply sexual exploration. They're clearly mimicking pornography. Bitdefender, a security tech company, reported that one in 10 visitors to porn sites are kids ages 10 and under. And when you consider the huge amount of porn on the internet, that is a lot of kids watching a lot of porn. And they don't even include, um, these stats don't even include what kids are watching on Snapchat and Instagram and other social media apps. Now, Common Sense Media just released a study in early 2023, which showed that 15% of the teens participating reported that they looked at porn before the age of 10, before the age of 10. Uh, another study from the British Board of Film Classification Research um, shows that there is a huge naivete gap um, between what parents think and what their kids actually experience. So uh, this uh, organization did a study that shows that there is a wide gap when it comes to pornography exposure. Um, only 25% of parents believed their kids had seen porn, while 53% of their own kids had actually seen porn. So this gap gets worse when you look at gender, especially at girls. Only 17% thought their daughters had seen porn when 58% actually had. Many parents warn their young children about other addictive substances uh, when kids are actually more at risk from access and exposure to pornography at a young age. Um, how many seven-year-olds have easy access to heroin, cigarettes, or alcohol? How many seven-year-olds have access, easy access to the internet? I've talked to many adults who became addicted to pornography and their story is almost always the same. They began, they began looking at it from a young age and they didn't have a clue that it could hurt them or become an addiction. So we know that it can hurt the brain, it can change the brain and it can become a lifelong addiction um, for many, many people. It can hurt the ability to love others. Um, in my original book, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, the mom informs her son that porn can hurt people in other ways besides addiction. She says, watching pornography can lead you to believe that people are objects to use instead of real human beings with feelings, right? Everyone has feelings. Everyone deserves kindness and respect. But that, the opposite of that is taught in pornography. And finally, it can put kids at risk for hurting other kids. Uh, we know that there, there is evidence, excellent evidence that porn is fueling child-on-child -child harmful, um, harmful sexual behavior. So, um, and even if, and even uh, older kids, teens, adults are acting out things they see that are harmful in pornography. Pornography has become so violent, um, you know, strangulation, choking, all of these things are common in today's pornography. So for each age range, we'll be filling out this chart. Um, 
So we have the info sets, the mindsets, skill sets, and the tool sets. Let's just talk a little bit about ages three to six. This is called early childhood. And this is where children begin to think symbolically and engage in pretend play. This stage is the emergence of um, language. Vocabulary is expanding rapidly. Um, and children display a concentration of thought, meaning that they can focus on one object or an aspect of a situation. Um, memory abilities come online and children display ability to categorize, to reason, and to solve problems. Well, this is actually a great age to start talking to them about the dangers on the internet because most three-year-olds have some access to the internet. So um, I know this doesn't even need to be said, but I just want to make it clear that I would never recommend showing pornography to a child in order to teach them you know, what it looks like. A simple definition is all they need in order to recognize it. So that's one of the first things that um, I recommend in the infosets is that they need um, a good definition. They need a definition of good pictures and bad pictures. Um, they need to understand what private or privacy means. Um, and they can, and they need to know that bad pictures can be seen in a variety of, of places, you know, in the same place, uh, good pictures can be seen. We need to teach them that it's never a good idea. Um, it's never healthy to keep a bad picture secret from your parent, from your caregiver. And it's not safe to take or share pictures of people without any clothes on, including themselves. Okay, mindset. What do kids need to think? What are the values that, that would be good to instill in them at this age to help them be resilient to pornography? Um, well, one of the first ones is pornography is, uh, or bad pictures is harmful to me. And, you know, my definition of that is simply um, pornography means pictures of people with little or no clothing on um, that show the private parts of our body that we keep covered with a swimsuit. That's a simple definition. And we need to teach kids that looking at those pictures is harmful to them, but that when they see those pictures, they can do something good, right? They can do something good if they see a bad picture. Um, they have the power to turn away and get help. Now, what are the skill sets? They need to be able to repeat and understand that definition. They need to be able to practice turning, running, and telling if they see a bad picture. They need to practice distraction techniques when memories of the bad pictures pop up in their mind. And um, we have several tools that can help uh, parents with all of these info sets, mindsets, um, and skill sets. First of all, we have the book, Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Junior, A Simple Plan to Protect Young Minds. Um, and you can find that on Amazon. You can find out more information uh, on our website. 
Um, and now we've developed a play guide developed by play therapists that go along with Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Junior. Um, and you can get play guide, a poster, and even some coloring pages all for free from our website. Um, and I'm going to give you, yes, right here. So download this bonus bundle. If you choose to use Good Pictures, Bad Pictures Junior, um, these are meant to complement that book. Um, and you can find it at this QR code, or you can go to defendyoungminds.com slash junior hyphen bonus. And another really important tool um, is to help children understand their feelings and process their emotions. Um, I found out that I have found out that a lot of young kids, even young kids and teens use pornography to help them deal with, you know, their emotions. And if we haven't taught kids healthy ways to deal with their emotions, to have that emotional resilience, then they go to porn, they go to other kinds of things that are not healthy, which can then become an addiction. So grab this emotional um, resilience. It's called uh, Building Emotional Resilience in Kids. It has four easy tools to encourage a growth mindset and develop a personal plan of an emotion of emotional resilience for each child. So this is a simple plan that is taught in Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Junior. Turn away, run and find a trusted adult and tell an adult, never keep bad pictures a secret. So here is the chart with all of the info sets, mindsets, skill sets, and tool sets um, that we've put together uh, for ages three to six. Let's move on to age six to 10, which is middle childhood. Um, we know that concrete thinking is still prevalent at this age. You know, they're pretty literal, um, but they're more organized and logical. They have inductive logic. They can reason from specific information to a general principle. They can understand that other people have different perspectives, experiences, and opinions. So for this age, what do we want to teach them? Well, there's quite a bit. We need to, again, teach them a good definition of pornography that may go a little bit further than simply, you know, what it, what it may you know the private parts of the body that it will show um as we teach children about sex we can teach them a little more uh you know involved uh definition of pornography we need to teach them that it can cause confused feelings uh, some kids feel very drawn to it but also repulsed by it at the same time um we need to teach them how porn affects the brain. And in Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, Porn Proofing Today's Young Kids, we teach them about their thinking brain and their feeling brain. We need to let them know, they deserve to know that porn can become an addiction and that porn promotes unkind, harmful behavior and that they need to be prepared to reject porn with a plan. So, 
what are the values and the mindsets that we want the kids to have at this age? We want them to know that they can reject, they can recognize and reject pornography. They have the power to do that. That it is harmful to their brain. And they only have one brain, one precious brain. They need to protect it from all kinds of addictions. Um, we want to teach them to be kind and honest with people, uh, the real people around them, and with people that they meet online. And that everyone deserves our respect. Trusted adults can be available to each child, can be available to help them, and um, they want to help them. And again, you can help your child understand who those trusted adults are in their life. What are the skill sets for ages six to 10? They should be able to recognize pornography when exposed, have a, a more clear understanding of it. Again, I do not advocate showing them pornography, but just by describing it, um, I think they will get the point. They need to recognize the confusing feelings that porn can cause, be aware of that, um, and how to deal with those feelings. Um, they can practice the candy plan, which is in Good Pictures, Bad Pictures, when they're exposed. And let me just say, this plan is great for all ages. Um, uh, especially age, age six and above. They can practice distraction techniques um, and get really good at this when bad memories pop up. And they need to be able to identify emotional needs and practice healthy ways to deal with negative emotions. So here are some of the tool sets. We have good pictures, bad pictures, for improving today's young kids. Um, we have that guide, um, Building Emotional Resilience in Kids, four easy tools that you can find on defendyoungminds.com. We have the Brain Defense Digital Safety Curriculum, which is great. Here it says ages eight plus, but honestly, kids six and seven, uh, they can understand it as well. So here is the can-do plan. Um, and... This is a five-step plan. Again, the book really prepares children to be able to do this and why they need to do this. But, you know, close your eyes as soon as you see something. Don't let it make an even stronger memory in your mind by focusing on it. Always tell a trusted adult. Um, when kids keep silent about something, it just grows a wedge between in that relationship. And then name it when I see it. That brings on the thinking brain and helps them have more power to turn away. And then when those thoughts and those memories and those videos come back to their mind, you know, the brain is designed to remember shocking things. So they will remember it. Um, there is a cognitive way to distract themselves, to redirect their thoughts to something positive, something um, exciting. Um, and eventually what they'll do is they will, the pathway that goes to that bad memory 
gets kind of grown over and it shrinks and the pathway to the good memory and the good activity gets stronger. And this really works. I've used it myself. Um, and again, there's more information in both books on this specific technique. Um, and then you want to order the thinking brain to be the boss. Again, they need to understand what the thinking brain is, but so important to keep that thinking brain in charge. Now, I want to tell you a story about how successful this can-do plan can be. A mom wrote on Facebook um, how she read Good Pictures, Bad Pictures uh, to her son. He was nine years old. Three, he went to school and three days later, he was shown pornography by a third grade classmate. I had a, had one of these phones, right? Um, uh, on the playground. But when this boy came home, he told his mom all about it um, as he had been asked to do. Um, he said, I was scared, but I knew what to do. I mean, what a gift to give a child. The comfort of having someone tell about his troubling, someone to tell about his troubling experience is such a gift. Someone to hug him, to thank him for being courageous enough to tell and to help him work through that experience, to minim minimize those memories of pornography. So very important. So let I just wanna tell you a little bit about our brain defense uh, digital safety curriculum. You know, we learned from prevention science, which has been collecting data for, for 30 or 40 years, that peer mentors can be powerful teachers. That's why the brain gang um, are the ones that teach this curriculum. They are funny, they're relatable, they're positive role models. Um, and I'll tell you a little bit more about brain defense and give um, a little bit later uh, in the presentation. So here is the summary of the infosets, mindset, skill sets, and tool sets that will really help kids six to 10 years old. Let's move on to early adolescence, ages 10 to 13. Children at this age can begin to understand abstract concepts such as objectification, right? That people who are objectified are seen as things and are as a result easier to use or hurt. You know, kids can understand abstract um, concepts such as love. Okay, they have deductive reasoning, improved memory, um, and they can grasp these abstract concepts of love, trust, honesty, they can see ways that trust can be broken through dishonesty or unloving behavior. And they're beginning to see that life is more complex and it's not so, not so black and white. There are shades of gray out there. Um, and so you can begin to have deeper and deeper conversations about sexual exploitation. Um, but let's go ahead and see the things. And this is a longer list, <laughs> but Kids this age can be taught quite a bit about the harms of pornography. And I think it would be smart to make sure all of them are taught by at least age 13. And honestly, I'd, I'd start at, at, at 11 for sure. Start at 10, 11. Um, 
when kids go into middle school, it's a whole nother ball game. And um, they need to have strong, compelling arguments. Um, so let's get started on this list. Pornography is objectifying. We've talked about that before, but they can understand it at a deeper level. Pornography reduces the capacity for empathy. You know, empathy is so important for happiness, for good relationships. Um, and unfortunately, porn, you know, it just totally reduces our capacity for empathy. Um, it portrays unhealthy sex. It hurts families and marriages. How many divorces are because of porn? Now, you may not have heard this. Like when you have a friend that gets divorced, you may not know all the reasons, but let me tell you, I've had so many, especially women come to me and tell me that their divorce was because of pornography. And there's statistics that show like half, half to like 60% of divorces uh, that an internet addiction is involved. Porn perpetuates racism and sexual violence. I mean, if you don't want racist kids, if you don't want uh, kids that think sexual violence is okay, then we need to let them know that that's what porn is teaching. That is, that is what it's promoting. That's the kind of world it's helping to create. Porn promotes harmful sexual behavior um, in kids and in people that watch it. And when I say harmful sexual behavior, uh, rape is really what I'm talking about. Um, porn can cause sexual dysfunction. Porn-induced erectile dysfunction is something that is, and you can find articles about this on our website, but um, the, the rate of sexual dysfunction has gone up by like a thousand percent. It used to be very rare among men under 40. Now, like, I think it's like a third of them have sexual dysfunction. And I think so much of that is attributable to pornography. Uh, pornography is associated with mental health problems. So many mental health problems, depression, uh, anxiety, even, even suicide. Um, porn fuels sex trafficking. Um, and sex trafficking people that are sex trafficked. I mean, it's like all linked, you know, uh, people that are sex trafficked, they make porn of their rape. Um, people that are, uh, watching porn, um, often revert to sex trafficking, often revert to, uh, you know, sexual tourism, uh, and 10, the porn industry's business model is based on sexual exploitation. Um, and every time you click on a porn site, um, you are basically, um, you are supporting uh, what they're teaching and you're supporting how they're fueling sex trafficking. And I don't think any kids want uh, to do that. They want a, a just world. So um, just really quick, pornography tells lies about sex. Um, it's a healthy sex is loving, builds emotional bonds. It's selfless. Um, it values the individual. 
It's real, uplifting, empowering, but porn sex is violent, leads to isolation, it's selfish, it dehumanizes people, it's artificial, degrading, and addicting. So here are some mindsets that I think this age kids will, will really relate to. I value human dignity. I reject racism. I can find trusted adults to answer my questions. I want to enjoy a healthy sexual relationship when I'm ready and I'm responsible. If I click on porn, I vote for porn and for everything related to it. If I want a more just world that is free from exploitation, I need to not look at pornography and not have anything to do with it. Here are the skill sets. Practice porn refusal skills to mitigate peer pressure. Practice a can-do plan when exposed to, to pornography. Practice distraction techniques when the memories of bad pictures pop up. And practice healthy ways to deal with negative emotions, being bored, lonely, angry, stressed, or tired. Um, and practice those so that you don't go to the easy addictive thing, right? You work on your emotions in a way that will not... Um, produce worse problems uh, in the future and develop face-to-face -face communication skills. This is so important for the, this age kids. Um, so here's some tool sets that we have. Again, good pictures, bad pictures, porn proof from today's young kids. We've got brain defense, digital safety. Um, we've got um, articles about racism. And um, we have a whole guide, which honestly, I recommend for any parent, even if you don't think your kids have seen porn, because it teaches you exactly what to do and how to respond when you find out that someone has shown pornography to your child, your child has looked at it or gotten curious and, and, and looked for it online. Um, it's so important that you are ready to respond to that situation in a helpful way. And this is just like, it's like 80 page ebook that is just cram packed with good advice and a, a plan, a smart plan to uh, deal with not only your emotions, but um, the information you need to get from your child and how to do it. And then we've got a guide, uh, is my child ready for a smartphone? Kids get into porn through smartphones. I know people that say, uh, when you want your child to start looking at porn, give them a smartphone. <laughs> and there are some alternatives to smartphones that are much safer for kids. So we've got these guides, how to talk to kids about pornography, which is a free download. We've got my kids saw porn, now what? Which is the one that will help you prepare for that. Um, building emotional resilience. Five things teens wish their parents knew about porn. Is my child ready for a smartphone? And how to protect kids from uh, sexual abuse. All of these guys are awesome. Here's the chart that kind of uh, encapsulates everything that we've talked about. And just a few things about um, this curriculum. There's five lessons. A lot of people break it up into 10 lessons because there are 11 videos. There's a student workbook, there's an instruction manual, posters, 
um, and 10 continue the conversation video prompts. So all of this is available for you and um, for parents, for classrooms, churches, schools. Um, we have all kinds of versions of this. Again, I would invite you to join us at defendyoungminds.com. Um, and we'd also love you to join us on our social media, which is Instagram, Facebook, Pinterest, Twitter, and LinkedIn now. Thank you so much for joining me for this presentation. I hope it's helpful to you to understand the concepts that kids need as they grow up and mature in this pornified world. It's so, so important to help them and prepare them so that they will be resilient. Thank you so much. Thanks for listening, everybody. We hope you're feeling encouraged and that you have some new tools to try out in your own parenting. Before you go, we wanna remind you that our team is here for you to respond to your parenting questions and especially to pray for you. So please email your questions and any prayer requests you might have to questions at familylifecanada.com. We really do want to help.